Jacob Peterson from Waukesha, Wisconsin. I was a sociology major in 2004, and I now live in Las Vegas, Nevada. So, you're pulling out of Grinnell after graduation. Who are you with, and uh, what are two or three things that you remember having with you? I was by myself, headed home to go to Europe for the summer, and I didn't have much. I had some shoes and some clothes and a bunch of my like papers and books, basically, from Grinnell. So what was the pull to Europe? Were you just traveling? How did that come together? I went with my brother to do a program and did a study abroad program in Spain. His school that he was teaching at bankrolled it. And I had a bunch of money from online poker winning. So we went to Europe, did a six-week Spanish program, and then traveled around for another month, basically. That poker money, I got to dig a little bit deeper on that. And we were talking a little bit about this before. This was something that you were doing at Grinnell, kind of, it was online or something like that, yeah? I spent the summer before my junior year of Grinnell in Vegas playing cards on my brother's fake ID. And then I met sort of a mentor of mine, and we started playing um, online poker together, just kind of in nights, you know, running scenarios and statistics yeah. and getting, like, software, analytic tracking stuff. And, and then we started playing that, and so I ended up building it up to a, a reasonable amount of money for a 21-year-old. So what was it for you? What was the appeal? What was the draw? I don't know, finding the cracks in the system, exploiting mistakes or, or having, you know, a, a skill that was ahead of its time at the time, or I, I don't know, just sort of that gaming, competitive, kind of uh, adversarial, kind of right up my alley. I, don't know, I was always a kind of a card player. And talk a little bit more about that competition. So when you, you're, you're getting ready to leave, you know you're going to Europe, but you've actually been able to turn a profit playing cards and you kind of have this jackpot that you're sitting on. Are you imagining maybe this is something that I actually make a living doing? I, I didn't know if, if playing specifically was something I wanted to live in, but I knew that I wanted to be around the game. I wasn't really sure. I had no plan when I got out of college. My, it was go to Europe with my brother, come home, figure it out from there. I had no job. I had no plan, no itinerary. I had no idea. I was just kind of totally flying by the seat of my pants. I hadn't even really thought about it. Even though the question, I'm imagining the questions were, you know, everyone's asking, what are you doing? It just wasn't... You're yeah, not, you're you know, not the first person to say that. I'm no, you know, it's I, I, I don't know. I remember that, and I remember like speaking to kids that graduate now who just, you know, your family wants to know like what your plan is, and your friends want to know what your plan is. And my plan was, you know what, like, stop asking me, and when I figure out a plan, <laughs> I'll let you know. You're more concerned about it than I am. Right. Like, I'll, I'll be fine. Like, I'll, I'll figure it out. As you figured it out, and it's worked out pretty well. <laughs> Do you think that there are specific skills that over and over again you've kind of fallen back on when you come to a moment where it's like, well, this is a possible opportunity? I think that for me, I've always been somebody that kind of followed what I was interested and what I was passionate about more than what the safe play would have been. You know, I was pretty lucky. My parents were really supportive academically, athletically, socially, you know, whatever, whatever it was that I was passionate about or chose to do, they were kind of in support of it. You know, I should have got an economics degree and I majored in sociology. I should have got a finance degree in grad school, but I went entrepreneurship, you know, new venture. I've always, and it's always pretty much served me well of just following the things that I really was actually interested in as opposed to kind of taking the safe play. So there's the part of that that's following your passions and then there's the part that's enjoying taking a risk. Do you think of yourself as a... 
not a daredevil, but a risk taker. And that, like, is part of it the thrill of doing the thing that's not the safe bet? Yeah, definitely. I I don't know. I guess I've I've sort of always prided myself on doing things differently than everyone else. You know, just because everybody does one thing doesn't necessarily mean it's the right thing or that they've thought about it. I've always kind of pride myself on, on, on doing things a little differently or taking a little bit different route. And so I, maybe there's something to be said for that in my own situation. Well, keeping it in the hypothetical, obviously Grinnell is a place that can encourage people to interact and think and take risks the way that they want to and push them to do things. That's not always the safe bet seems like there's this pattern of you working that way do you think if you'd gone to another place for college maybe that kind of idea of well this is how you want to interact with the world that's cool we'll support you we'll help you we'll give you the skills that you need to take risks to do things that other people might not do create like a parallel timeline for yourself well i mean i mean of course it would have been you know if you go somewhere else it dramatically alters the curve that you take but I think yes in the sense that you know Grinnell was sort of one of those places where they didn't necessarily teach you a specific skill like you know you go to a big 10 school and you you get an engineering degree and it's very specific or maybe you learn a trade or this I don't know Grinnell is one of those places where you know it challenges you you sort of follow what you're interested in it teaches you how to think more than anything as opposed to just how to know kind of one thing and it sort of lets you sort of write your own tale and I think that's something that's unique about Grinnell of just you know inspired people that follow what they're interested in and it doesn't have to be one thing it can be lots of different things but being exposed to thinking about some of these things I just think it gives you a little bit more complete sort of understanding of the world. So you were following these passions you find your way out here you're working talk a little bit about those first experiences when you get out here it's something that's kind of been in the back of your mind as a goal to be around the game to be around this world was there anything that was particularly surprising to you about how things work here I was actually pretty surprised about how fast it all happened where I signed up for a dealing school learned a skill got a job pretty quickly you know worked there for six months kind of figured out the city and then got into one of the biggest casinos on the strip it all happened like really fast and you know about two years in I sort of realized I had sort of hit the glass ceiling in this industry it was kind of amazing and and the thing with the poker is it got me out here but you know I said okay I followed this I'm interested in this I hit the glass ceiling in two years I need to take this to a bigger scale I need to go somewhere else and that was sort of what led into going back to grad school and getting involved in some of the other things but you know that passion brought me out here and then I found out I sort of lost the passion for it when you Mm. see the underbelly of some of that stuff. Is that what pushed you to lose that pet? It was seeing kind of the, you, what you call the underbelly, the dark side? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's hard to describe, but it, a lot of it had to do with the environment. It's an exceedingly sort of negative environment. Mm-hmm. It's a negative place. There's a lot of sort of bad energy. And, and sort of being around kind of a sort of fatalistic, pessimistic scene is, I consider myself sort of irrationally optimistic by nature. <laughs> and that scene just it's it's hard to describe like you go into a casino and everybody's kind of playing together you know they're playing blackjack or craps everybody wants to win this but you go into a poker room and it's different everybody's playing against each other there's a definitive sort of uh physical tangible energy drop the moment you walk in and just being around sort of negativity frontline customer service and dealing with that stuff is just 
taxing after a while. And yet there are people who do it forever um, and don't come yeah. to that point. So what do you think it was for you? Do you think it was just an ability to see what else there was that was a possibility for you? or? Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I mean, I think so. But, uh, you know, I'm also, I, you know, I'm, I'm lucky that I'm, you know, I'm educated and, you know, I had a pretty good support network and. I didn't have any kids. I wasn't yeah. tied down. I was totally able to take some chances and, and do some different things. But, yeah, I don't know, just sort of seeing the big picture and realizing that this is kind of a sinking ship. 